Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman and Andy Rappernard. And Gelfand will be here at his own leisure, apparently. Yeah, he makes his own hours. Andy, how come we can't see you on the screen? Because uh, I have not joined yet. Oh, you haven't joined. You I'm, haven't jumped on the stream yard yet? Got in the studio late because I had to sit there and wait for a train to pass for to like for 10 minutes. to go by. <laughs> mm-hmm. That will happen, no question about it. So, yeah, uh, Gilfano, what the hell? He's never late. What's that all about? No. And There's snow, apparently. That's where we get seven inches of snow last night? Uh, yeah, seven inches and yep. So he, looks like Gelfand's Uber is taking a little bit longer than he expected. So he should be here by 10, he said. Oh, by 10. Well, thanks a lot. You could be on the last two-thirds of the show then. There's Andy. Ooh, that's a good there angle, too, right there. That works, no question about it. So what's in the news? What's the latest? Uh, I mean, just the national news talking about the parade shooting in Kansas City. But other than that, I think that's kind of what everybody's been focused on. Can they really decide, was it about the parade? Was it not about the parade at all? Because, what, 20, 22 people got shot, something like that? Yeah, 22 people got shot, at least one dead, I believe. I've seen people report, you know, two or three, but they don't yeah. haven't said anything as far as why. It doesn't sound like it was like somebody's manifesto being acted out. It was... Now, one dead and 20 shot smells like gang shooting to me. Yeah. It was like, and I saw they had a couple, of, like there was this, somebody tackled a bald white guy that was shooting people. So it sounds like there was some sort of altercation and then... Uh, yeah, they started shooting rather than fighting. I just mm. don't understand that whole. Th- now all of a sudden, I'm the in the old west, and I'm a gunman. No, yeah. you're not in the old west, and you're not a gunman. Get your head out of your ass and behave. And it looks like one of them was a radio disc jockey that was killed. Uh oh, the one guy who got killed was a radio disc. Or uh, how many people? Two, were- there was. It looks like, according to Fox, is showing two people were killed, one of which was a beloved radio disc jockey and diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan. Uh, Does it say his name? uh, Lisa Lopez. Lisa Lopez was killed? Lisa Lopez Galvins. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's not good. Why the hell would you shoot a woman? What the hell is going on? What what was this? I don't know. It's all very bizarre because there was a lot of kids that were shot. And so it's... Like yeah, where, like seven or eight. Yeah. yeah. I just don't understand it. So you shoot kids, you shoot women, you're shooting up. What the hell's going on in the world now? Yeah, and it's like we something's got to be done because I mean it's you're this is a happy celebration. There shouldn't be any issues going on as your team wins the the Super Bowl and everybody's happy and celebrating. Then now they're saying that it really had no connection at all, but right. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, and it was, I think it would just happened at the parade. It wasn't necessarily because of, like, I don't think it was a targeted event. Yeah. 
doesn't seem like it from what I saw on the news. There's no question about that. People are getting weirder by the day. I went for my walk this morning, had a really nice walk. And I don't know, this guy looked pretty homeless. Maybe he wasn't homeless, but he looked very homeless. Mm-hmm. He walks up to me and he says, hey, is that your wallet in your pocket? And I said, no, actually, it's a gun. He said, oh, and walked away. And of course, it was my wallet, but yeah. it looked like a holster. So it was all right. It all worked. Just leave me alone, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Anytime somebody comes up and asks me a question and I don't know them, I'm always very defensive. Like, why are you right. talking to me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are you trying to do? I couldn't agree with you more. It's like, I just never thought we'd get to a point where the number one thing, it seems, in the United States right now, and, and certainly most of the world, is people cannot stop hatred. They just hate other people now. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why that happened. Bad leadership? Yeah, bad leadership, mental instability, you name it. It's probably the part of the cause. I just love the fact that I don't care if you're a Republican or you're a Democrat, your situation, Republican or Democrat, is not perfect for everyone. Get your head out of your ass and let people live their lives, right? Yeah, and if you disagree with something, doesn't mean you have to scream at everybody for from the top of the mountain. You can wait for them to finish talking and then have a counter proposal rather than just an argument. I know it's just. Uh, I it's, what did you say, Tevin? You reported on the the morning show what it forty seven people been killed in forty five days or something. Oh no, it was there have been forty six or forty seven mass shootings in. 45 days so they count mass shootings as a single gun incident where more than four four or more people were shot and so they kind of used that metric and said yeah there have technically been 47 and we're only 46 days now into the to the year so we're off to we don't have a gang problem gangs don't exist cities are perfectly safe it's so amazing that 47 people killed in 46 days that is unbelievable I mean, think about that. Does it does it break it down into how many different incidents it was? Because no, were so these it was, just it was forty seven incidences. So there oh could have my been more god! In, yeah. And let me see if I can pull up the stat they had again. Well, the head count's probably over a hundred. Then I, I would guess forty seven incidents of gunfire of. Yeah, people well, open and fire. Yeah, I mean, well, you think about yesterday where there were 22 people shot, and so right, you know, yeah, right. that's gonna bump your numbers up quite a bit. Let's see here. I just don't. What would drive you to want to shoot somebody? That's the. It's just not in my brain to go. You know what I think I'll do today? I think I'll go shoot somebody. Yeah. What? No, it doesn't make any sense. So yeah, there looks like yesterday was a busy day. You obviously had the Kansas City. One, mm-hmm. there was a shooting in Atlanta where four people were injured at Benjamin Elijah Mays High School. Um, another one in Georgia where two people were killed and two others were injured at a motel shooting. You know, it's all over. Like Baltimore, everywhere is just every day. And I think there's a total of nine days from something I saw that didn't have an incident on it. Total days without mass shootings, nine so far in 2024. Nine so far and almost, well, it's a yep. month and a half. Right? Otherwise, they've got a count of 46 mass shootings, Jesus. 98 people dead, 121 people wounded, according to this. 98 people dead? Is that what you said? Yep, and, and that includes the oh, shooters. God. 
Yeah, right. A lot of times they get killed too. Yeah. So what was? Did, did they have an understanding? How many people were involved in the shooting? In the, the where there were like two or three shooters, something like that. Uh, yeah, the Kansas City one. There's three suspects that they have. Three in suspects cust- yeah. in custody. But nobody has any idea why the hell they did it. No, it just sounds like a three guys either three guys fighting that somehow related to gunfire or I don't know what led up to it, but they haven't really announced what happened exactly. But it wasn't anything like a manifesto. They ruled that out. Was it two years ago when that guy opened fire on the uh, country show in Las, uh, Las Vegas? No, that was years ago, wasn't it? Was it, it? Many, long, longer than that? Because I saw that on TV, and it, mm-hmm. you couldn't believe. They actually have live footage of the real incident going on. Seven yeah, years was, ago, almost. Yep, that was seven years ago? Mm-hmm. Jesus, I thought it was a couple of years ago. How time's flying these days. Yeah, so your idea is I'm going to take all the guns that I have. I'm going to go rent a room in Las Vegas. i got to make sure it's on the right side of the hotel so I can shoot as many people as I possibly can. What the hell is that now? There's no excuse for it. And wasn't he, didn't he like post online, not that he was going to do that necessarily, but there were... You know, looking back, they go, oh, yeah, we should have, we missed some of these potential warning signs that he was going to do something. I guess. I, but, I mean, how many people did he end up shooting? Um, it was see. a lot. I know that. Because that thing uh, was like, 60, pop, 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 pop. killing 60 and wounding 400. Killed 60 people Jesus. and wounded 400 people. Mm-hmm. My God. And that, that was your, and then he ended up. Did he end up getting killed as well? Yeah, I think he, yeah. he either killed himself or they shot him. I Once again, they're listening to country music in Vegas, having a good old time. Let's punish them by killing them. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's like the world we live in now, where anytime you're in a gathering of you know more than 1,000 people, it feels like, oh, this could potentially be some sort of incident happening. Whether it's a parade, you're just going out to a restaurant, football game. Right. Where did the idea come from in the world now that the answer to everything is killing other people? Well, I uh, heard a pretty solid theory, I think. So for a long time, arguably thousands of years, what psychopaths would do is they would become serial killers. They would go kidnap someone, kill them then go out, kill another person, et cetera, et cetera. And, mm-hmm. I mean, even as recently as, like, what, the 80s, serial killers were still a big thing? Oh, yeah, that's true. But they're not a big thing anymore because it's harder to get away with. So yesterday's serial killers are today's mass shooters. Yeah, true. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause back it's in it's the day, they had, easier. Yeah, and they had, like, they wear, oh, this is a copycat of, you know, ex-serial killer. So I could see that where now it's yep. easier to get your notoriety for a mass shooting, unfortunately. Yep. We've, we've always had people who uh, want to just kill a whole bunch of people, but uh, basically it's, po- it's not possible to get away with anymore. I mean, 50 years ago, people could become serial killers and then just drop off the grid and never get caught. There's tons yeah, of serial true. killers out there that we've never yeah. caught because back then we didn't have DNA. We barely had good fingerprinting technology. We didn't have surveillance cameras, that sort of thing. But these days, if you're going to do something like that, guaranteed, you're either going to get caught or killed. So they're like, well, if I'm going to get caught or killed, I might as well just do it all at once. 
Is it that? Because how many rifles did he have with him in that in that Vegas hotel? How did he get all that ammunition, all of those weapons? How did he get all that into the room in the first place? Yeah. What you think, doesn't it? I don't know, but that was my first thought. Was you don't just lug all that weaponry and stuff <laughs> exactly. in without somebody's got to notice, right? Okay, now we're going to have to change the, the fourteen. AR-15 type rifles, eight AR-10 type rifles, a bolt-action rifle, and a revolver. I'm assuming the revolver was for him. So the grand total of the weapons was how many? 22, 28, 24. 24 weapons you <laughs> snuck into your hotel room in and it's Vegas. Like, it also doesn't make sense to do that because, I mean, like cycling between 14 rifles, you might as well just reload one at that You'd point. Think. So it's mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I'll, there's a lot of it that doesn't make any sense. We better stop talking about this because now Gelfan's here and he'd love to shoot one of us. Well, <laughs> I have a good, I have a, something to celebrate now that Gelfan is here. Oh, you do? Happy 25th, 2500th episode. Ah. The 2500th wow. episode. We're on of 2500, yep. Is that that's right? And that's today. <laughs> oh, there you go. I wish I'd known that I, yeah, I would have brought the champagne. Champagne. Instead, you just brought the pain. Oh, no Ouch. champ, just Ouch. pain. Uh, whatever works. I like to think no. I brought the champ. I like ah, it. Ah, there you go. So, Galfano, what's the latest? What's happening? You know, I'm just trying to, I think probably like a lot of people, I'm, I'm trying to figure out uh, who these shooters were. And because, mm, because right now you can't even get a description of them, even though obviously there is a description somewhere. Because they've got three people in custody, right? Mm -hmm. They do. It's the last I heard, but they're not saying anything about, you know, like how old they were. You know, um, they haven't found, it sounds like they probably won't find the classic manifesto that we usually find with mass oh, shooters. Sure. Mm -hmm. But this is so weird. I mean, if there really are three shooters or more, this is very unusual. I'm calling it gangs. Like 90-something percent of mass shootings, gangs. Really? That's what it is? 97% mm -hmm. are gangs? Yep. Well, once again, I just don't... It, uh, Tevin just pointed out before he got here, Galfano, that uh, so far there have been 47 shootings in 46 days. Yeah. In this year. Yeah, well, even yesterday, you know, there were, there were... We didn't get, as obviously, as much publicity, but mm -hmm. there were... You know, there was a, uh, somebody, a, a drive-by shooter shooting at a Atlanta school. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if anyone died yet. The thing about the thing about the gang thing is is the reason the reason they talk about gangs is because a mass shooting is defined as as something that kills uh, I think four people or more. Yeah, four oh, people okay. have to be so, shot. So, but when you get to something of this scale, no, it's usually it's a lone you know, it's a lone shooter. Sometimes yeah. two, but but this would be unusual. Gangs generally don't get together for random shootings. And this is obviously a random shooting, or certainly it seems like it. You know what's interesting about that? There are many times I like to punch somebody right in the face, but I've never wanted to shoot anyone. Yeah. How do, how do it's you... not personal enough. The first time it gets into your noggin, how do you go, is it okay to me to be thinking about shooting somebody? Yeah. I mean, think about that. How do people find each other to do something like this? <laughs> right, Exactly. But I think Andy's right. It's a gang deal. Well, it could be, it, but that would be always. very unusual in a random shooting is what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah. But then again, these things random. are probably evolving, too, so maybe this is something we'll have to get used to. 
So you're blaming it basically on uh, politicians? Because all they do is piss everybody off, like, that guy's really well, been we, mean to you. Yeah, we don't know yet. I mean, it could be something inspired by politicians, but uh, it's way too early to say. I suppose. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never wanted to shoot anybody. Yeah. Maybe maybe in the future I will, but so far not. <laughs> Just stick around. Stick, stick around. So what's going on at Galfano? What's what's the latest? Uh, you know, uh, up here uh, in the in the north, uh, it's uh, it's almost comforting that it looks like winter again. Yeah, seven inches of snow. Yeah, it it's uh, you know I guess I guess maybe although I didn't know it maybe some part of me thought that something was missing that because I do find some kind of a comfort that there's snow here, even though I hate I snow. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's been there every year for your entire life. It's pretty much. weird that it's not. Yeah. Well, and the good news is it's going to be sun, sunny and 30 today, so you're going to probably lose a lot of that snow by the end of the day today. Yeah, Officer Dave said that where he is, they got three inches, and it's going to be 40. So it's like, that's not going to stick right, around. Right. Yeah, it's going to be 40. Uh, I think the high is supposed to be 40 in just a couple of days, right? Yep. Indeed. So this yep. snow isn't going to last very long. Doesn't seem like, is it kind of, because it is, you know, toward, well, the final third of winter, something like that. Mm-hmm. Was it comforting to see snow? It's like, oh, that's a normal thing. Yeah, so that's yeah, good. that's what I'm saying. I looked out the yeah. window and I saw the snow and it just, it, it just seemed to slow my heartbeat by, mm-hmm. you know, by one or two beats a minute. Yeah. And there wasn't the normal, like, oh, I hate snow reaction. Yeah. I was like, right. okay, it's, we were due. We can't make it the whole year without getting Yeah, for real. Snow. It's like, how much can you complain about not getting snow until mid-February? Yeah. Exactly. Plus, you know, it's uh, we obviously, for many reasons, we need the moisture. Mm-hmm. I suppose. No, Gelfand, I had to ask you this because I saw this story earlier this morning, and you are, you know, the sports maven on the show. Oh, yes. Right. There's no question about it. Two kids just got the first scholarships to play what Division One sport? Highlight. Highlight. He's a good guess. Guess is Andy. Two kids just got the first scholarships to play Division One what sport? Uh, well, I, you know, given everything, I'm going to say target shooting. Okay. Tar- oh, that's Actually, a good guess. I think because you're making a big deal about it, I'm going to change my answer to like StarCraft II or something like that. <laughs> well, close enough. Cornhole. Uh, cornhole, of course, yes. You can get a scholarship to college by playing cornhole. Now, which Money college could that is possibly... this? Yeah, for real. <laughs> is there somewhere on earth that people like pay money to go see cornhole? No, I think, I think it's in Nebraska. I think it's Cornhole State, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Corn Husker, Corn Hole. Yeah, state, CHS. It's absolutely true. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've I've played cornhole before. I'm not very good at it, but mm-hmm. I've, I've played it before. It's fun to play, but to get an actual scholarship to college <laughs> to play cornhole, really? Yeah, it feels like a hey, we have all this money that we're supposed to be giving away. How can we give this away some more to some kids in need? Are they good at cornhole? Perfect. Scholarship. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's, let's go. What, what comes to my mind, what would Sid Hartman say? And I think what he'd say was, he got too far this time. Gone way too far. It's unbelievable. Gelfand. 
God, every time you bring up his name, I remember the last time I ever saw Sid Neal was at Murray's restaurant. I was sitting in his booth. Mm-hmm. He walked by. He did <laughs> not recognize me. And I knew Sid for 35 yeah. years. Yeah. And toward the end of his life, I had known him for 35 years. He used to have lunch every week. It was unbelievable. But he was 100 years old, and he had no idea who I was. He just walked by. He went, hey, let me just tell you something. You're sitting in my booth. I went, yes, I know, Sid. Then he just kept on walking. Boy, you know what it really tells you is that how how important DNA is in the you know in the longevity category because this it's guy true. was eating those those well marbled steaks all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's drinking true. gravy. But he was not a booze hound. Sid was never a boozer that I knew of. No, and not a shicker. No. No shicker. There's no question. No, I never saw him uh, take a, take a sip of anything except bile. Sidney. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Now, because his son is involved, well, not involved, he works there. Did you see who just bought part of Odyssey Media? Odyssey Media is deeply, deeply in debt. And what are their holdings? Uh, WCCO. Uh, they got a bunch of, bunch of, is that KWB too? Do they own that? I, yeah. Yep. And that's a, it's, a, it's a sort of hedge fund, right? 
Uh, yes, it is. So guess who the latest investor, because they're deeply, deeply in debt. Well, most radio companies are. They're deeply in debt. Mm-hmm. Our, old, our old joint is just a complete disaster. Yeah. But uh, you know who invested $400 million in Odyssey to take it over, basically? Uh, Peter Thiel. George Soros. Oh, oh my God. yeah, it was close. Yeah, <laughs> you were very, Peter Thiel has about close. has about fifty times more money, but yeah. Well, it wouldn't have been George Soros. It probably would have been his kid, though, right? Well, yeah. I mean, he's got to be like not terribly far away from you know. Yeah, I don't not think, coming back from the hospital. No, I, I don't think he's actively involved these days. Well, well how old it, is he? They said it was George. But I'll tell you another article. thing: he doesn't have that kind of money. He is 93. So you, you How know, much money has he got? Uh, $6.7 billion, apparently, net well, worth. So he's got enough. No, he's nothing. got enough. Uh, well, yeah, I guess I guess he does. I think that, uh, well, I think Buffett, Buffett's 92, and supposedly he's still making all the calls. Well, yep. Soros also donated $30 billion to the Open Society Foundations, right. of whom he is the founder. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how much of that? Just goes right back to him. Well, that's the whole thing about Soros taxes. is that he's he said for a long time that he, you know he he wants to die broke. So well, he's been giving spend away. a lot more money to do that. Well, but the point is, as opposed to a lot of many of the billionaires who we know and love, his net worth goes down every year. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why a ninety-three-year-old. So you think this is something his son asked him to do? So Absolutely. he did it, but his son's the one that wanted to do it. I think it's more like his son just did it and told his old man what he was going to do. Right. Oh, because they gave credit for the purchase to George. Yeah. They did. Well, it's his money. I just don't really understand what you're doing because that medium is coming apart at the seams. We've been talking about that for several years. Yeah. That radio's probably not going to last more than a few more years, and it's going to be over. We do need AM radio. We don't... You know that I don't... In my car... I bought a Ford Mustang. It does not have AM radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so sad. Most most new cars, I'd say, built really at like 2022 and beyond, probably aren't mm-hmm. going to have AM radio. Well, supposedly the AM frequency uh, is is somehow uh, somehow it disturbs the the uh, electric vehicles in some in some way. Oh, I, don't know what it is. I didn't know that. Yeah. God, I had no idea that was that was true. That's weird. So yeah, I mean, look, I love radio. I was attracted to radio from the time I was, you know, the little boy. I knew at 15 I wanted to get into radio. Podcasting is the new version of radio. It just is, and everybody's going to have to understand that. It's what's mm-hmm. so interesting about it is everyone can do it from their house now if they want to. But but small towns especially, you know, can can really use AM. The problem yeah, is you're right. The problem is a lot of these, you know, there there are small towns in which there might be four or five radio stations, but they may be all owned by the same hedge fund. They probably are. You know that in the 54 years that I've been involved in this business, I've only worked at one FM station. All the other ones were AM. Isn't that amazing? Mm. Well, AM ruled the ways for a long well, it time. Did for a long time. And for a long time, FM and even still, FM was almost exclusively music. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. The AM was talk because speech doesn't need as much bandwidth to be right. intelligible, whereas music, you want the highest bandwidth possible, so it sounds yeah. good. But these days, I don't know. The thing about AM is just like, 
What's the point? The point you can is get an it's FM. Tr- yeah, but you can get an FM transmitter that covers an area of a town for nothing. You can set it up in your garage mm. these days. I mean, I've, we have this house near us. What they they have these uh, Christmas lights on their house, and they're synchronized to music tracks. Mm. Oh, so, so it's like year round. Uh, no, they only do it for a couple months. Oh, they do. Okay. But so you can drive up to their house and then go to their website and um, put in a song, and the lights on their house will change depending on what song is playing. Oh, really? And they it's just like probably a five watt antenna. I think that's the maximum you're allowed to use without getting like an FAA oh, sure. you know, certificate or whatever. And you can hear that thing from probably half a mile away. Really? Just this little tiny five watt transmitter. They probably just have it in their living room. Mm. So, I mean, you know, you amp it up to 50 watts. You're covering the whole town. Well, we have... Yeah, but but the point is, for practical purposes, you know, AM stations are still pretty important because they're local, and 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 there and there should be an a just like there should be a newspaper in small towns, but yeah. they're disappearing fast, of of course too. So you know this is what this is a big problem because people in in you know kind of small town, let's say like Osceola, for example. Yep. Um, Sun. A, town, a town like that needs <laughs> needs some 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 place where people can get local information, and when they don't, you know, you've not only lost a part of Americana, you've lost a part of democracy. You know, it's interesting you bring that up because about the last week or so, I've asked myself, I, I do enjoy whether it's you know Channel Five, Channel Four, Eleven, Nine, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I. I don't know. I just, I cannot watch the national news anymore. It's just too severe. It's too hate-filled. Uh, watching the local news for me is a lot better route to go. Plus, they give you all the national news anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you find, I mean, I don't care if it's Fox or if it's CNN or if it's OAN or whatever it is. That stuff is so hate-filled. It's like, my God. I yeah. still think. There are two guys that get together, one from CNN and one from Fox, and go, okay, here's how we're going to go at it. We're going to attack them from one side, and then you attack it from the other side, and we'll both make a lot of money. Yeah. You think that's how this happened? Yeah, I, absolutely. And, I mean, local news, yeah. too, Gelfin, how you're saying it's important. Like you're, That has more of an effect on your everyday life. Like right. You can learn about what's going on directly in your community rather than sitting at you know watching a national show and now just worrying and getting angry about what you're seeing in the political world. Yeah, because uh, more and more newspapers, you know, the Star Tribune is a good example. They're not they're not really I mean what they're featuring, what their real focus is is on local, you know, statewide news. They they just have, you know, they're not covering national international news very much. If you look on right. their homepage today, I think almost everything on the homepage was a, a local story. I mean, even the shooting, was, I don't believe, was on the homepage. You find it somewhere there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's it's, the New York Times just had some problem. What, yesterday there was some problem at the New York Times. You know anything about this? I didn't really look hmm. at the story at all. But uh, you guys haven't heard anything about that? Something happened at the New York Times. It's like, well, that's very odd. I don't know. I mean, I read the New York Times yesterday, but I didn't notice anything was different. I don't know. Somebody told me all about it. I didn't see the story. I saw the story referred to somewhere, but 
Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the hell is up, but but newspapers are just hanging on by a thread anyway, correct? Most of them, yeah. I mean, not not the New York Times or the Washington Post or the Wall Street Journal. They're 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 doing well, but they are more nationally focused. Yeah, that's true. And also, it just Plus, helps to be in a big town. You know what's interesting about that? I have not heard a reference to the L.A. Times in years. No, the L.A. No. Times just went away. They they have maybe twenty percent of. The number of employees that they had, say, 20 years ago. Jeez. Really? Oh, yeah, the hedge fund came in and just let everyone go. Just fired everybody. Yeah, because it was a great newspaper, great writing. I yeah, wrote for the that? L.A. Times once. I remember that. Yeah. What was that, what was that guy's name, the, the the biggest writer they had at the uh, New York, the L.A. Times? What the hell was his oh, name? Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Everybody knows him. No question about it. But, you know, I kind of like that. Do you, you get along with that... Uh, Tom Friedman? You know, I, I mean, I've never met the guy. Or oh, you never met him? Okay. I find some of his columns to be, um, well, I don't know what to say, overly simplistic. Um, I don't think he's a deep thinker. But um, but still, you know, he's 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 a reasonable guy. He doesn't come from any, any you know, I, he's certainly not what, what I would call, a, you know, a far anything. No, probably not. Is he, he? He's from Minneapolis, isn't he? Originally, he's St. Louis Park, yeah. Yeah, St. Louis Park. There you go. Mm-hmm. I know he's a he's a good friend of Chad Hartman's. I know he and Chad Hartman get along pretty well. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. Is he is he still prominent? Oh yes, yeah. There he is. Yeah, he writes a lot of a lot of columns about the, what's going on in the Middle East, and and but but he writes uh, you know he writes other columns. He writes about the economy and, and politics, everything. But yeah, he's he's pretty much a centrist. So none of it's good news, though. You just told me the things he was writing about. I was like, can oh, you find any good news in any of that? <laughs> he doesn't, you know, he doesn't. He he doesn't really take that that you know that he if he if he believes that the whole world is coming to an end, uh, he he doesn't express that. No. No, well that's good because I know that we invited him on a couple of times, but he wouldn't come on because I was the host. Oh really? You know, he didn't care for me apparently. Huh. Like I could give a rat's ass. Exactly. <laughs> you know, good for you there, Mr. New York Times. You're a. I I don't read his columns very often. I don't either. But I because I kind of know what he's going to say. <clears throat> What's the big word right now? Is there any big story going on right now? Uh, and the reason I asked you that is I, I we finished watching Griselda last night, mm-hmm. and I can't get it out of my head, so I'm trying to put other things there just to block what happened on that. Well, I the, love the show, don't get me wrong, yeah. but my God. Big story, I think, today, aside from, of course, there's still, obviously, there's there's the, the mass shooting in Kansas City. Yeah. And Kansas City, by the way, is one of the most dangerous cities in the country. Both Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas? Well, mostly the focus would be on Missouri, but uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, but yeah. you know, they, because they're pretty much you know, twin cities. Yeah. 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 No, it's 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 a dangerous place. It's it's not as dangerous maybe as like Memphis or St. Louis, but it's generally listed in the top ten. What is the problem? Why in the middle of the the heart of America? Why would there be such problems in Kansas City? Yeah, I, I don't. There's obviously there's a lot of things, a lot of components to that. One of them would certainly be the fact that you know there's uh, you can basically go into a Walgreens and buy an AR-15 in Kansas City. <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, Walgreens. it is a problem. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I don't own any rifles. Should I own a rifle? Uh, no, I would say. <laughs> 
I mean, Probably you know, not. there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, on AR-15, I would say no. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a use for one. I have a couple of handguns. Yeah, you don't need an, a semi-automatic. No, I do not. You're absolutely right. But handguns are, yeah, yeah, that's... You can, you know, you can protect yourself with those and maybe do some target shooting and have a good time. Handguns are semi-automatic. Yeah, that's true. Overwhelmingly, unless there's uh, single action, but then mm. you'd be a cowboy. Yeah. I still love the fact on the last episode of Griselda last night, one of the gifts that were given was a gold-plated machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> Where does one go to gold plate their machine? Well, <laughs> Trump <laughs> Tower, exactly I think. <laughs> Where the hell do you find a gold plated machine gun? I'd like to know that. <laughs> like, good God. But I don't know. We just, uh, we slog through. We keep moving forward. And I, I don't know. We, I just, Tevin has pointed out, Mike, what, what was it again? 47 shootings in 46 days. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that is unbelievable. What is what is driving this, Mr. Gelfand? We tried to figure it out. It's access. Access to, to guns? Yeah. So you would just have to, if you got access to a gun, you got to shoot somebody? Well, I, I wouldn't say that, but I'd say that the more access there is, the, the, the more shootings you're going to have. Yeah. And that, to me, I mean, that's, you look at any country and you can, you know, you can get a fair idea in, in many cases. I mean, the more guns, it's like, you know, look at Canada. Canada in many ways, is very similar to the U.S. They have the same problems yeah. we have, yep. but they just don't have this, this many guns, and they don't, have, you know, they don't have a whole lot of mass shootings. Australia has banned owning guns, haven't they? I, I, think, think. They ha- I think they did, yeah. I, I, I don't know how that's working now, but the problem now, of course, is you can just print up a gun. The ghost yeah. gun is everywhere. I remember those first came out. I went, oh, my God, I would not want to be the guy to pull the trigger for the first time of a gun I just manufactured. Hell no. No. <laughs> no. Hell no. It'd be like saying, hey, there's these new self-driving cars out there. I think I'll yeah. get one, and I'll just lean back. <laughs> I'll do the crossword puzzle. I'll sip on some coffee, and next thing you know, they're yep. dead. It feels like tying like a couple strings to a blanket, calling it a parachute, and jumping out of a plane. <laughs> not- well, that's what uh, some guy did in, I think— Paris, yeah. One of the first ever, um, the like a guy who tried to invent the wingsuit, basically. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. He uh, jumped. I think it was off the Eiffel Tower. Oh god. He really? was like, he was I'm going to demonstrate my wingsuit now. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Huh. Did he plummet? It did not end well for him. No. It was a shock. But I mean, hey, it's everything has to start with that kind of thing. It's like you think about how do we know what fruit out there is edible and what isn't. Because a bunch of people went out there, ate a bunch of fruit, and some died, and now we know. I, I prefer the double blind study myself. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like to you like to wait it out. Do yeah, you? I, I I like to wait, and you know maybe maybe see you know like a few thousand people try wow. something. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. 
and tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Andy, I believe the guy you're talking about is the guy that jumped off the Eiffel Tower in 1912. Yep, it was yep. a long time ago. They have a photo. There's footage of it, I think. Yeah, there's video and there's a photo of what he's wearing. Oh, no way in hell that was going to work. It like, basically <laughs> looks like when you were a kid, did you ever like go into your parents' bed and just gather up all their sheets and make them into like a big cape? Yep. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Oh, he, he's just like wearing a bunch of sheets <laughs> tied to him. So he and, thought that would hold him up in the air. And unsurprisingly, it did not. Well, yeah. a lot of, you know, there were there were any number of deaths when people were trying to invent the airplane. Oh, God, yes. Mm. No question about it. And don't you think it's kind of a coincidence that the ones who got it right were the Wright brothers? Really? <laughs> yeah. You know, there's yeah. a conspiracy theory somewhere there. Yeah, probably true. There was mm. a study done, by the way, that found that... Um, I think it was, yeah, the study was that just that there are an, an enormous number of people who believe right now that the Super Bowl was rigged. What? To yeah. this year's Super Bowl? Who would believe yeah. that? Yeah, because, it, well, they'll blame it because that was the conspiracy theory that was being um, being propagated by, um, by politicians, of course. That's not hard to figure. Mm-hmm. And and so, so people heard that and they said I like that theory and now and then the theory of course was that it was it was rigged because there was a psyop operation going on controlled by the by the U.S. government and oh. and that the purpose of which was to rig the Super Bowl so that Kansas City would win and then after the game Kelsey and and Taylor Swift would after they were done smooching at the fifty oh, yard sure. line would endorse Joe Biden. But the problem with there is, of course, they'll endorse Joe Biden. Taylor Swift did it four years ago. What kind of a conspiracy theory is that? Well, exactly. But she didn't. Then she didn't endorse him. Well, not yet. Yeah. Yeah. But they thought she was going to do it after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think she's more focused on, on voter registration. Why don't we do this? Why don't we look at how sad it is that people give a rat's ass what Taylor Swift thinks about who should be president? Well, it's always been the case, though. It I mean, has. God, people You're just right. follow celebrities to the ends of the earth, and they always have. But I, but I prefer her to maybe 98% of the people who have been running for the office. Well, there, yeah, that is pretty much <laughs> I mean, true. you know, everything's everything. We grade everything on a curve, right? Yes. So I say, you know— She's better than, say, ye. <laughs> Maybe. Well, for now. <laughs> right. Who we'll see what the future holds. Who apparently she got kicked out of the Super Bowl. Who did? So Kanye huh. West. Kanye, ye. Yeah, yep, ye. Oh, ye, yeah. Is he, it uh, ye or ye? No ye. one can, like, definitively I think it's. Tell I think me. it technically is ye. Is well, because he was Kanye, Yeezy for a while, and Yeezy, ye would be short yeah. for Yeezy. But then Ye is Kanye, so it's like, yeah, maybe, he did it, maybe it's confusing on purpose. Probably. But he, mm. years ago, went on stage, and Taylor Swift, I'll let you finish in a minute, Beyonce should have won this award. Yeah, and, and yeah. So that started this huge feud. That's right. And so fast forward to the Super Bowl, he, she was in her suite. He purposely purchased the suite in front of her to like try and troll her, and then uh, somehow they ran into each other in the hallway, and he ended up getting asked to leave the Super Bowl because there was some sort of 
Mm. Really? Minor incident. Well, he should yeah. be asked to leave the universe. Yeah, that too. Has he just disappeared? Now, I haven't seen him in a long time. What happened to oh, him? Oh, he's still around. He's, I mean, you oh, know. Is he, he? Yeah, he's not making music as often as he once did, but he's definitely mentally lost. Yeah, remember he had, uh, he had dinner at the White House. Yeah. With who? Oh, Trump. Oh, yeah. Oh, him and, Trump? Yeah, really? Him and, Trump are, him and Trump are best buds. Yeah. Oh, they are? Yeah. Sure. You know, Trump is oh, able to put God. the anti-Semitism aside for the for a great artist. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. Talk, I wouldn't bring up anti-Semitism in America today. Uh, you know, uh, it's... Disgusting pieces of shit. Yeah. I just love that you're no. They're on the other side of the globe, but you're an expert on the Middle East. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I mean, seriously. I, I just the whole thing. I cannot believe the way our college system has turned on Jews in this country. I cannot even no, believe but, it. But, you know, also, uh, you know, there are a lot of politicians who've gone that way, too. Why? Uh, I guess because they get money. Oh, so it is all about money again. Well, well yeah. yeah. I mean, for them it is. I think for the college students it's not. The college students are, I think in a lot of cases, they're, they're some of it is about rebellion. And it's what's trendy. What's everybody else doing? Yeah. I need to be a part of that because I can't get left behind. But you're risking people's lives by taking such an extreme mm-hmm. extreme position. That's right. right? You're mm-hmm. destroying people's lives, yes. How? Why would you want to do I This doesn't make any sense to me. First of all, on this show, what the hell would we do with Thursday and Friday without Mike Elfand and Josh Arnold? A couple of Jews are gone, and there, there goes the show. And then Josh Arlen and I got into a discussion one day, and pretty soon we're at each other's throats. So oh, you were you were arguing with each other. Oh yeah, you don't you don't politically. But that was fun. Mix very well politically. Yeah, you're both really good guys. Well, not you. You're okay. Uh, he, but, he's, you know. he's probably what I would call a neocon. A neocon. Sort of like a neocon, yeah. But he, uh, I mean, he's old school, right? Yeah, pretty much. And I don't disagree with most of what he says about investing. No, I agree. No, he's very good at investing. I keep telling people all the time, you don't invest with Josh Arnold, you're making a mistake because he does know what the hell he's doing. Yeah. You know, and I do love these college parades where they go, we've got to support Gaza. Okay, point out, where's Gaza on the map? Hmm. You show me where it is. Because <laughs> you have no idea what the hell you're even talking about. Yeah. I, I just... Is it because they're going to get meet up with some guy or woman and they're going to get laid? Is that what this is all about? Yeah, I, I don't think so. Because because Why? if they're college students, they're going to get laid anyway. Well, I suppose that's probably true. I just I really just don't understand wh- how you can take. First of all, at this juncture, from this distance, it's. In many ways, not our business. Yes, we'd like to keep the globe safe. Mm-hmm. But why is everybody all of a sudden such an expert on the Middle East? Yeah, well, you know, the, the thing is, anything that goes on anywhere is really is our business because, you know, we, we saw what happened during World War II when we had dictators who were, you know, basically lapping at our shore. Yeah. And yeah. And, and what happened was the... In, you know, in the run-up to World War II, we had a lot of famous entrepreneurs who were on Hitler's side. You know, obviously Ford right. was a classic example. Lindbergh right. was a classic example. And so that sort, that sort of um, virus spreads pretty quickly. So I have to ask you a question. What would attract somebody like those two 
to Adolf Hitler? What, what was the point money. that they loved so much? Money. It was money. It's always been that way, Mike. It's yeah. always about money. Yeah, I mean, Ford just, he didn't, he didn't want to see any interruptions, you know, to, to his, his business. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so that's, that's appeasement generally is fathered by money. Appeasement, really and we got a lot of appeasement going on now. So, oh, well, you know, just let these people go ahead and do what they want to do because if their democracy is shattered, well, you know, it doesn't affect us, right? Yeah. But it does. I suppose that's true. The one thing I, you know, we talked about this earlier just because they just won the Super Bowl and all the rest of it. But when people talk about the, this problem and that problem and they're experts, and I've read a lot about this and I know what I'm talking about, I always ask them, do you know which is further west, Kansas City, Missouri or Kansas City, Kansas? <laughs> and they never do. They have no, I mean, obviously when you picture the map in your head, okay. you can see where it is. Right. But most people cannot answer that co- correctly, by the way. Did you know that? It doesn't surprise me. No, it doesn't I mean, me I would think if if you talk to, um, you, you may see this on, on one of the late night shows, probably on, on um, Jimmy Kimmel's show. But, mm-hmm. you know, you walk down any, you know, walk down the streets of Manhattan, pull a person aside and say, um, you know, I've got this map of the U.S. Can you point to where Kansas City is or Minneapolis for that matter? They have no idea. For sure. Yep, for sure. No, they have no idea. Oh, You're absolutely right. You, you see it all the time where they'll do the man on a street bit and it'll be, they'll show a picture of, you know, like the Speaker of the House. And they'll mm-hmm. like, hey, who's the Speaker of the House? And people are like, I have no idea. And then you go, well, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? And then everybody goes, SpongeBob SquarePants. Exactly. That's exactly right. It's all about priorities. The House had a catchy theme song. Maybe I'd know more about it. Well, his name is Johnson. A lot of people are interested in Johnson. What? I had a partner in who loved the word Johnson. Used it all the time. Talking about the Johnson. No question about it. I don't know. I just, uh, the, the whole situation just amazes me. And it's around the world. It's not just here yeah. that mm-hmm. everybody's so pissed off at everybody else and everybody hates. And, and again, Mike, I made the point during the morning show, we live different lives. We have different levels of income. We have different levels of education. We have all these different levels. We cannot all think the same way. It's not possible. So why do they keep pushing that? You have to agree with me or I hate you. What? Well, I guess people's beliefs tend to be mandated. Yeah, true. That's very, very true. And like I said, I've I've tried them both. I've tried them both on, didn't really care for either one of them all that much. So <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of being a centrist at this point makes me much happier. I will, I will tell you that, right? Yeah, more lonely, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's nobody there. I'm kind of standing there by myself. You're absolutely right. Why do you think it is that people like to have such extreme political beliefs? Does it make them feel important? Uh, you know, I just think that they find some comfort in, like, you know, like the Super Bowl is rigged. People find comfort in that. That the Super Bowl is rigged? Oh, yeah, yeah, because they're part of a group that believes that. Well, a lot of people think, everything, think everything's rigged. Sure. They really do. Well, you know, my buddy, Angry Arnold, you heard me talk about Angry Arnold. Mm-hmm. My buddy, Angry Arnold, um, who wasn't sort of an unusual guy, but his the the best day of each of each month was the day when he got together and met with his conspiracy theory group. 
Oh, really? I said, well, conspiracy you're looking at today. He said, ah, you know, we're, we're going back to JFK right now. And oh, going back <laughs> to JFK. So what was a the conspiracy there? I must have missed it. Uh, which, which one? JFK. Oh, JFK. Oh, well, yeah. you know, that was, it was the mafia, it was the CIA, it was the Republican oh, right. Party, it was the Democratic Party. It didn't matter. Everybody, you know, people like conspiracy theories because it's, do, it's more yeah. simplistic. I do like the fact you brought it up because my late teen years, my early, well, I should say my mid to late teen years, there were so many murders of national figures. Oh, yeah. You couldn't even keep up with it. Yeah. And they tried to kill a few more, ended up, you know, crippling some of them, and some of them died and some of them didn't. Yeah. I mean, it it just, why do periods, because that same feeling now, as Tevin pointed out, you got 47 people have been killed in or incidents uh, in 46 days. That is not good news. What what's beyond? If you're killing people 40, 47 times in 46 days, mm-hmm. what 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 is going to happen in the future? What where is this going? That's the question, and it's. I mean, everything is about when you're projecting. Everything is about trends, right? Mm-hmm. And these mass shootings, they're trending in the wrong direction. Yes. And nobody wants to try anything different because the politicians, they're, oh, many of them, you know, they're still pledging their obeisance to the, to the NRA, which basically doesn't even exist anymore. It, is there still an NRA? That's what I was going to ask you. Well, there I is one, know. but they're basically bankrupt in many ways, financially oh, and now? morally. So... National Rifle Association, did they get involved in, I don't even know, what did they do? I have no idea what the NRA did. Well, typically after a mass shooting, they would, you know, they would come out and they would, first thing they would do is they would donate more money to to people in Congress who, you know, were pledged to uh, obey everything the NRA believed in, which basically okay. was people should be able to buy a gun anywhere at any time. And... Um, so that that was that was certainly a part of it, uh, but you know, after a mass shooting, the NRA would they might not say anything, but they, one of one of their biggest supporters in Congress would come out and say, you know, the, the, this is an NRA thing. You know, the solution to a bad guy with a gun is more good guys with guns. Well, now we got what one and a half guns per capita in the in the country or something. Right, right. So I think we have enough guns, and it doesn't seem to have solved anything. No, it does seem that things have gotten worse because people cannot be responsible. I mean, I've been a gun owner now for about 40, 45 years. Right. And I've never even shot at anybody, much less shot right. them. Um, obviously, most, almost all people with guns are responsible. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't solve the problem. No, it does not. I, I just... I. Seriously, I don't understand what drives you to get out of bed and go, you know what, I'm going to end somebody's life today. I talked yesterday, I talked to a guy who was a very conservative, uh, very religious. He's, he's one of these uh, more strict Lutherans, right? Oh, yeah, like and, uh, what, are they, what are they called? Oh, uh, there's Missouri so many. Synod? Yeah, Missouri the, Synod, the, the Missouri Synod is the one we all kind of recognize as being very, right. very stern, right. doer, you know. But I talked yeah. to him. And, and then I talked to a guy who was um, a leftist, and um, and it was interesting that both of them were just waiting 
to find out, you know, what sort of extremists, probably what sort of people influenced by politicians were responsible for the mm-hmm. shooting in Kansas right. City. No, it's true. I don't know. Well, it's time to wrap it up. What do you think? Take away everyone's gun, because if you do that, we're all going to die. Nah, you can't do Give that. Give everybody a gun, we're all going to die then, too. The guns are out there, so anyway, you're not going to confiscate them. And, no. And people should be allowed to own guns. It's just that there may be a place where maybe we should just draw the line somewhere. Hey, there's a clever idea. Yeah. Don't you think? Well, that's a, that's right. a centrist idea. Devin, Andy, any closing words? Uh, yeah, I found the flying suit from 1912. <laughs> you found the actual suit? All right. Oh, my oh. God. Yeah, see, what I tell you? It looks like some guy got into his parents' bed and just wrapped himself up in all the sheets. I would think that wearing all that stuff would drag you down to the earth quicker. I believe that's what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, and, and then if you that. landed in the body of water, you'd just drown because you wouldn't be able to get up. Yeah. yeah. No, you would I mean, not be able to swim with all that stuff on. Yeah, you must have weighed 300 pounds with that thing on. Where'd he get those boots? <laughs> probably made them. Probably made it them. Nineteen twelve yeah, or whatever. Right. It's, you know. I, I think it was a Kaplan Brothers on Franklin Avenue, wasn't it? Oh, I love the Kaplan Brothers on Franklin Avenue. Oh, I Don't... still own boots that I bought it at Kaplan oh, Brothers. There you go. It was like nineteen what sixty eight. Yeah, the late sixties. And the boots are still good, by the way. When Sears was still Sears, is that what you're saying? Yeah, that kind of thing. That you know, that tower. My mother actually worked in that tower, the Sears Tower down on Lake Street. What did she do? I don't know. She never told me what she did. (laughs) All right, that's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow.